welcome back to this episode of Say Something Interesting, which is a podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church doing follow-up on our message that we had on Sunday. My name is Megan, and with me as always is... Brent! You Hi were guys. ready. That was, was smooth. Ready. That was probably my best opening yet. It was. You did awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, three months, and now I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you've had some time to think about it this morning, because we are running this on a little bit of a two-hour delay. Yeah. When schools have a delay, we have a delay, because... You have to actually go in earlier. Yeah, I already worked for an hour today. And then we meet here and then do this and yep. go from there. So thanks for making it happen. Yep. Again, more snow, everybody. This I is. Know. If this you don't live in the Tri Cities, feel free to tune out. But for those living in the Tri Cities, you can commiserate with us. Yeah. And uh, so schools were on two hour delay. Uh, and then um, what happened is we are watching this as schools are now trying to watch all this snow come down going should we have just probably canceled because it's yeah. I think it's worse now than it was like this morning when they just I, I saw a, bu- a bus in our neighborhood got stuck at our roundabout oh, no. for about 15 minutes back and forth trying to make this oh, roundabout no. ripping up the yards and uh it, it's oh, it's a tragic no. mess so. yeah it's it's pretty not great out there yeah, yeah. it's just all around horrible absolutely uh, uh, <clears throat> through I did notice yesterday because the first time it snowed, and then yesterday it snowed most of the day, and yeah. but there were still people doing things. I think everyone was just like, oh, I can't stay in my house any I know. longer. We I had, have we, to do stuff. We canceled 101. We just, because, well, we postponed it. We didn't, can, I mean, yeah. whatever you want to call it, but we're moving it to next week. We were supposed to have some people over to the house last night for dessert and, and hearing about the story of the church and yada, yada, yada. And it was just one of those things where it was like, I, I just don't want people to you know, feel like this ob- like they're obligated to come and like we're we're not I'm not sure what the vehicle situation is for them. Mm-hmm. Our neighborhood sucks with the snow. Mm-hmm. Um you, you I don't even know where they would park with the mess that it was last <laughs> night because you couldn't see anything. So it's yeah. just been kind of, like we're I'm I don't know, I'm over it for sure. I'm <laughs> yeah. like I texted my boyfriend this morning and I was like, is it summer yet? <laughs> yeah. You're probably sick of us talking about the weather. So let's talk about the Oscars for a second because okay. uh, they happened last night. And uh, I, I know that you said you watched the first half. I said I watched the second half. So between the two of us, we got this thing covered. Yeah. Do, are you a regular Oscars watcher? Do you Usually. I, the past few years, I've been less committed to watching, but... Usually, I am pretty. I always like get a build up for that, like like it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna like I, I, everybody's talking about it, and then I turn it on. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing that has made it more interesting for me uh, is looking at some of the odds for um, who is supposed to win, <laughs> like on like a like a uh, online. Leave uh, it to Brent to oh, make yeah. it interesting. By There's got to be it. a game within a game <laughs> because I I'll be f- like really frank with you. I did not see one of the best picture nominees. Now I know that might say something about me and my movie going habits. Um, I never watch. I've never I uh, in the you past. Know, I don't think I've how saw many any years I oh. haven't watched any superhero movies. No, I saw um, Black Panther. That so, was the only one I like, saw. N- I just we don't go to movies. Though I think we went to like two in the last year, and both of them were Steve Carell, and both of them were like. Um, like fun, but not not like super popular ones. We just uh, we're not movie people. We're not in the movie season of life, really. Um, so all of these things that come up, I know nothing about them, really, genuinely, other than like the promo that <laughs> like, Bohemian Rhapsody obviously got a lot of buzz, mm-hmm. uh, and Black Panther got a lot of buzz and other things. But um, yeah, for the most part, they're they're doing these commercials for these. Well, here's what's you know here's the potential nominees, and I'm like, ooh, that looks kind kind of good. Like I I think I would watch that, <laughs> but I don't know nothing about it. So for me, the the best part was to go on and see what the odds are for who was supposed to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some pretty big upsets last night. Oh, see, I don't even know what all the big category. I turned it off pretty early. Okay, Glenn so. Close 
was a minus four thousand to win. Oh. So, which means you'd have Did to. Did she spend, win Best Actress? She was supposed to. Oh, okay. And uh, it went to the the I can't even I don't even know who uh, the names the lady of the name, but she was in the movie called The Favorite, which oh. looked like a good movie. Was it's it got Rachel? Rachel Weisz. She was the supporting actress. Oh, oh okay, yeah, the uh, one that Emma played Stone, the queen, the, right? The, the mom. Okay. Wa- wa- no, was, not the mom. It was the queen. Sorry, excuse me. The yeah. queen. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Uh, the queen who who ended up winning that thing, and I think. I even think she was shocked when she she's like there's genuine like like some people like oh I didn't think I would win mm-hmm. like she got got up there and was like apologizing to Glenn Close like I'm so sorry like you should be up here it should not be me this is embarrassing I have no idea what I'm talking about uh, and you could see Glenn Close like try like just a good human just yeah. like clapping for her, trying to be encouraging mm-hmm. smiling on the inside and going what do I gotta do guys. I'm a huge favorite here, yeah. and uh, man, that would just be like I, I told Kylie. It's like that'd be so defeating to invest probably like two years of your life into a performance to be the odds-on favorite. Well, like she won all the other awards, favorite, right? Win all of the other ones. Yeah. Get, get to this spot, and you're so late in your career. You're like, like the I don't know. Ten years ago, you'd be like, "That's ah, all right. I got like a ten-year runway to be able to make this thing work." I'm not saying Glenn Close is old. I'm just saying. <laughs> Like, it's got to be defeating, like, what do I got to do here to make yeah. this thing happen? But then it's also, it's like, it's just It's all politics stupid, and, like, it's favoritism. It's totally not, it. It's has zero to do with your actual acting ability. Yeah. I mean, especially the Oscars. Here's why I like the Oscars, and Kylie can vouch for me on this. I like events where everybody's watching. Not everybody, but a lot of people. You can go on Twitter and everybody's because mm-hmm. uh, I assume that everybody's watching the same college basketball game that I'm watching, and that's just never <laughs> that's just never true because I'll post something <laughs> just being dumb about it, and I'm like, I'm the only one that watches Michigan versus you know some stupid <laughs> no name school. Um, uh, so, but when it comes to the Oscars, like hey, everybody, so when you can make a when you can make tweets of that, and I like the humor, I like the banter, I like the one liners and everything. Mm-hmm. And the best, I'll just give you the best one liner that I saw the entire night. Uh, was the comment about how Best Actress should have re- the the real true uh, uh, rip off or the, the the person who should have won the Best Actress was Bradley Cooper's girlfriend uh, on the front row watching while <laughs> Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga sang their shallow song the duet and their closed eyes and they're on the same piano bench and there were you the tension was palpable everybody and she's on the front row like this is fine this is this is really fine. I get to go home with him in the limo, right? And I think everybody Who there. Said that? I don't even oh, remember. Okay. I wish I could give credit. It was probably some, you know, you'll find it. There was tons uh, of stuff out yeah. there. So I, she wasn't the only one posting. I think it was yeah. a, a girl, but uh, but it was definitely. That's funny. Oh man, ironic. So <laughs> I, I, and I never even saw Star Wars Born. I, I feel bad yeah. about that, but like, whatever. My my brother in law uh, came and so graciously. Yeah, I saw your Instagram. went to Porter's. Yeah. I found out that they were having some sort of a snowstorm, snowmageddon deal. Oh. So it was like buy a pound of beef, get a half a pound for free. Mm-hmm. But still, thought of me for the half a pound. So kudos <laughs> to Matt Shank. <laughs> Dropped off porters. Unbeknownst to me, I was planning on having grilled cheese or something <laughs> something dumb, nachos for the second time that day. And uh, then I get nice, awesome, great brisket. Anyways, <laughs> he drops it off and says... Hey, I've got A Star Is Born. If you want to watch it, um, my parents are watching it right now. But I'll, we'll let you borrow. So, anyways, mm-hmm. I, I say all that because uh, it, it probably will. Like now, I'm like inspired to kind of go and watch mm-hmm. a few of these movies, mm-hmm. like Green Book. I have no, I didn't even know what that oh, I was. I really want to see that. And one then one's too. Best Picture. Oh, it went. Yay! I'm glad. It I didn't seen it, but I've watched previews. It was a plus uh, plus four twenty five, so four to one to win that thing. So definitely not the number one Roma, the one on Netflix Roma. was supposed mm-hmm. to be the. 
the clear favorite. They went so the, I saw them win the foreign language film, and I was like, "Ooh, if they're winning that, they're not winning Best Picture." That's what I and they thought. Won both? They won both. Oh no, Roma no, won. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so gotcha. Roma won Best Foreign Language Film, and in my head, I thought, "Well, that means they're not winning Best Picture." <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, so, they were nominated for both. Uh, so Green Book uh, features uh, uh, the, the two actors in it: Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. Uh, mm-hmm. Mahershala he won Ali, supporting actor. Supporting actor for the movie mm-hmm. for that movie, uh, and we just Kyla and I just finished. I I we just finished True Detective last night, uh, which is season three of that, and he's the lead actor in that oh, one, okay. and he did a fantastic job. Really good show, and uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, it ends positively like on a good and my wife isn't true detective usually a little bit yeah sad yeah okay (laughs) and they went away from form much my wife almost stood up in our living room and clapped at the end she was just like this this is what i want in every show and every book that i read (laughs) i I, was disappointed jody picole take note this is how books should end on a positive note Stop it with everybody dies in the end. In the last third, you know, 300 pages of falling in love with this character. Yeah. And then, and then they die. terminal cancer yeah. and everything happens. And then this one, it was like, no, it's for the most part, it's resolved. So kudos to that show. Kudos to Mahershala Ali for the win. Uh, Viggo Mortensen, famous for, do you know what he's famous for? Well, I mean, Hidalgo. So That's what yeah, okay. I know him from most. Oh, um, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord of the Rings, like the lead character. I can't remember his name in, in off the top of my head. I'm, I'm super, super dropping uh, the ball on a- it. Aragorn? Aragorn, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, in that... Shoot, I can maintain my nerd You got card. it, you got it. <laughs> One more week of maintaining it. In, in Lord of the Rings is like a good-looking dude, like looks young and whatever, and then like Viggo Mortensen last night, they go... Could, couldn't do it without Vigo over there, and they'd pan the camera over to him, and I was like, oh, he is <laughs> getting old. I, I can't remember how old these Lord of the Rings movies are. Movies I are, think but they're close to 10, like maybe at the beginning. I think it, I, I think it's more than that. More than that, probably. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more than that. I think Man. I'm getting old, because I looked at him and go, ooh, it's been a little rough. A little Kylie, rough to be Aragorn. It's kind of like, uh, you're one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I just I doubt uh, that uh, they're going to be doing like any sort of follow up to the Lord because um, Tolkien wrote some other books that mm-hmm. were kind of adjacent to Lord of the Rings, and there's been talk of like, well, those are so successful, why wouldn't you not make those ones? And I think that uh, it would be in Vigo's best interest to be like, I did, I made my mark. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to come up, come back as old man Aragorn, and I don't know. All that to say, a fun night uh, mm. watching all that kind of stuff. Even though it is like a rich people like patting themselves on the back, yeah, it, it, that is a little hard to swallow. Sometimes you're like, "Oh, you are uh, very privileged <laughs> 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 on your red carpet." And you, I know, like the parties that are probably yeah. just now waking up yep, from mm-hmm, last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, or just it's now getting fun. home from last, or night. or just now getting home. Probably more likely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, it's good stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kicked off a brand new series yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of, I, I think it's going to be uh, one of my favorite series we've ever have done, will ever do. Um, it's uh, It's been one that's been kind of on uh, our mind for a while now. And we've done bits and pieces of it, like not the series necessarily, but uh, uh, this idea of where love 
uh, has been a part of our culture for so long. And for, for me to now be able to get a chance to sit down and put some words to it and flesh it out. And we've got uh, some, some fun uh, programming stuff planned as a result of the series. So uh, just a real good kickoff, even though it was Snowmageddon Sunday Part 2. And uh, There were a decent number of people there. Oh, so. s- brave souls who I think were just like, I will not let this thing stop me. Um, because it was definitely down from a typical Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was awesome to see people like... Because sh- the, the snow at one point, I couldn't see you if you parked your car. <laughs> like, I, I it, they were just like... It was like a movie where they would just like appear in the middle of the snowstorm walking up with their kids. And you're like, oh, good. People are coming to church today. Um, that's what it felt like a little bit. And uh, so I was super thankful to see mm-hmm. all of the people who did mm-hmm. come out. And if you're listening to this podcast and you didn't, because you're like, yeah, Brent, I mean, I just, I'm sort of, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to paint you out as kind of a wuss, but you decided to stay home and yeah. make hot chocolate. Well, I and get it. Email, you I don't know the it. safety level of their vehicle. Sure. Right? I don't know what kind of car you drive. Yeah. I'm going to give you a free pass. Here's what I'm not giving you a free pass for is not catching up on this yeah. and following along with the series. Cause mm-hmm. I, and I don't do this ever, often, maybe ever. Um, uh, but I'm like, there are some like can't miss series, and this would be this would be one of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I swear I do this maybe once every two years or so. And I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it. Don't miss it. Yep. The Watch teacher, it. Be a part of it. Um, who we whose room we use for morning program has started recently started coming to East Lake. And this morning she was like, Oh, I'm so sad I missed yesterday. I'll have to go online. I was like, Yeah, you totally should. It's gonna be one of the but I think it's gonna be a series that's gonna be online for forever. So Yep, it will. <laughs> We're like creating its own like Where Love website mm-hmm. that it'll have it'll be there forever and It'll be awesome. Um, okay, so we talked uh, a little bit about uh, engagement, uh, the uh, rules of engagement just in general in life, um, and how um, disengagement is oftentimes uh, like, like almost like a default. Like I'm not try. I don't try and be disengaged. I just I can default into that mode because I can be for something emotionally, but yet not involved in doing something about it. Um, and then we went to some anchors uh, for aware love principles, things about love, uh, and then we talked specific. So here's just the overlay of the land. Then we went to through uh, Romans chapter 12 through chapter 13. Uh, we didn't read the whole thing, but pieces of of, of those things. And uh, anything stand out to you in particular that was uh, insightful or uh, it requires more explanation? Um. I mean, the one thing that stuck with me was you had a uh, Carl Barth quote. Um, Bart. Oh, Bart. Yep. We'll anyway, edit that out. There's no, no H. It's Why is go. it spelled with an H? Eh, it's German. Uh, and so okay. you just Whatever. like, you drop, you mm. just, they just decide when they want and when they don't want to do it. It's fine. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, it's fine. I, I won't mispronounce it again. Yeah, Bart. Bart. Um, and it says, love is love of one another ought to be undertaken as the protest against the course of the world. And it ought to continue without interruption. And I, I think it stuck out for me because love is often described in such passive terms. Um, this is just a really aggressive stance on how we should love, which is kind of your whole thesis of that's what where love is. It's an yeah. aggressive stance on love. Love is not passive. Love is something that you do. Yeah, right? something that yep. is active and something you are like striving towards and working towards and building. So. That was kind of my Here's the thing about Carl Barr. He wrote a big thing called Church Dogmatics, which is like a 14-volume deal on just church and life and was really famous for that. Um, I have not read it because, yeah. again, it's 14 <laughs> volumes. I was like, that um, sounds like something I'll read. He is probably <laughs> second most famous for his commentary on the Romans, which is this epistle mm-hmm. to the Romans. 
um, which took a took some li- liberty. Like he came from the German school of theology, but in that time frame, they went to, they did some things called historical criticism, and so they were very um, they got involved in. Um, breaking down a text into into um like where it came from and and who said it and why and and almost like took the life out of the text and made it more of a history project if that makes sense. Yeah. And he was the first German theologian to kind of come out of that school but then also like inject like life into his commentary where it wasn't like so academic that it meant nothing to real life. Yeah. Um he, and he was doing his work um in that like World War II, post World World War II era, and so obviously Germany and the Church yeah. and all the stuff going on. Um, it, it's uh, he had some brilliant insights into it. It is a very difficult book to read. It's one of those books where I don't think I understand sixty percent of it as I'm reading it. <laughs> Do you have any books like that yeah. where? But like every time, every once in a while, you come across a verse like or a phrase like that where you're like, "Oh, that makes sense to me," mm-hmm. and that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my tendency, um, or I think the tendency a lot of times is to feel like as a reader, if I'm not catching 100% of this, then I either need to slow down and take it slow, but then it drags on for so long, and a book that's like 300 pages could take you like six months to read, and you're like, Ugh, I don't like that. I want, I want more producti- productivity <laughs> with my time. And my answer to that would be, I sometimes, and I don't know if this is right or not, but this is for me, I push through, and I at least visually go through all of the different words, even if I can't make sense of that particular phrase, so that I can find pieces like this mm-hmm. that help maybe shed light on some of those other things. So I, I'll go, I don't understand it, I don't understand it, I don't understand it. Then I go, okay, I do understand that, and maybe he- that helps me understand the previous parts, mm-hmm. or at least this is still mm-hmm. worth it for me. So um, if you saw that quote and you're like, oh, I should get that book, or that stands out, and that's really great, that's my only caution to you yeah. is not that I'm smarter than you, and, and if I'm at 60%, you'll be at whatever percent. Um, I, you're probably smarter than me. You might be able to get 80%, but I, I doubt you'll get 100 Like it's that, <laughs> It's that comp- complex and difficult mm-hmm. and... Um, if you do get a hundred, then come talk to me. You should just you should start speaking on at Eastlake on Sundays, and, <laughs> and we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, no, I love the quote. I love the action. I mean, we always know that there's something in us that knows that love requires action. That you can't just. It's mm-hmm. not enough to say something. You got to do something. But um, this has been uh, a, a this exposition for Paul to be able to make this out for him was really trying to encourage these Christians that it's not just in your interpersonal relationships that it works out in your identity with Christ and, and what you're called to do in terms of love. And and his stuff in Galatians on love is a little bit more easy to read and, and uh, probably a little bit more, um, uh, like, Instagram postable, if I can, mm-hmm. or, or what's the mm-hmm. word, palatable? Yeah, I don't know, palatable. something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part in this thing was the sidetrack for the government, his government uh. piece in chapter 13, um, because I always tried to figure like I, I it's good thoughts but it never made sense in the context until really diving into where does it fit cuz Paul's Paul isn't random as much as we'd like to think wow Paul just kind of dives around especially in Romans in like justification through faith but then it's over here and then it's over here and then it's like the groaning of creation through all of this stuff and then it's government things and it can feel like like the smattering of he's just kind of like either trying to impress people with his language or I don't know where this fits I really do think that this helps make sense of why he goes on this government angle because he's trying to liken Old Testament law to the current role of mm-hmm. government where in that sense, 
obedience to the law was simply absence of hurting other people, absence of um, through your actions inflicting hard, uh, re- you know, recourse on somebody else. And so, mm-hmm. um, having a, a, and that's not love. That's not love. Um, uh, so I, I, uh, that was the part of the theology piece that I was kind of most proud of. The the part that stuck with me all week, trying to be like, how do I communicate this? How do I communicate this? And you saw in my notes, I just had one line in there, yeah. and um, and so uh, it was it was for me something that um, I felt like I didn't want to script out. I wanted to be able to be like, okay, I've processed through this long enough. Let me talk through this. And I I do think I did it better in second service and first. <laughs> and so um, that, but that was that was yeah. just one of your comments to me earlier was that felt a little bit. Like I was good, but it wasn't quite as polished as like maybe some of the other stuff was, and I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that even people would critique that about Paul being like, "Okay, you kind of went side sidetracked a little bit on it," and but then came back mm-hmm. to it. And I think that maybe that matches kind of yeah. the the text of it. So, anyways, that was the piece that I liked the most on on some of that deal. It was an interesting piece, just that idea of yeah, that's not lo- like the government. You have the government to do that stuff. You were called to do something more. My favorite better. step on the toes piece of the whole thing was when I talked about how engagements, all engagement engagements aren't equal. <laughs> you remember that on social yes. media? And I said something about you have some people who'd be like, okay, I need some help here, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> What's better, Coke or Pepsi? Yeah. Um, and I laugh about it because um, like, I'm staring into the faces of some people that, <laughs> that do that. I know do that. <laughs> And they laugh about it, and they're like, ah, yeah, people who do that. And I'm like, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> I feel, I felt bad. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. I try not to do that. I don't know about you. I, mm, I don't do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's just yeah. one of those things that I think I could have, if I was trying to be a little bit more politically nice, I'd probably just leave that out. But it was so funny and so pointed. <laughs> and there was nobody in particular yeah. that I was like doing this for. Like I saw this on Saturday night. Now mm-hmm. I got to talk about it. Like I had that down on like Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. and I still sat on it all weekend. Going, can I do this? Can I say this? Because <laughs> what if somebody on Saturday knows yeah. that I? I think people them. who are trying to have a really strong social media like presence footprint, yeah, that's why they do that, yeah. kind of stuff, so that they're always like it's always up or whatever. But well, because for some people that's like their business model, right? I know. So I, I guess <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything yeah. else that stood out to you? Anything else uh, um, starred, underlined? No. Good worth talking starred. about? Starred. Yeah. That, he says that because I, I I'm looking at a star, star. <laughs> and I saw earlier an underline. Yes. I think the underline was for like things. Oh, the star and the underline are on the same thing. Oh, you're right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to uh, come up with like all four points of the series. Now, it's not typically how sometimes the series works. I'll typically have like I know where I'm going to go next week, but I don't really know where like I'm going to go for the whole series necessarily, <laughs> right? Unless it's like if I'm pulling stuff from a book, I can be like, okay, I really like these four chapters. I'll just do one week on each of these mm-hmm. chapters. Uh, but uh, in this one, it was it's all based around we're trying to develop a curriculum for a where love kind of. Uh, a follow-up course type mm-hmm. deal. And so I felt the obligation to come up with like a series outline. And so for the first time, I feel like I know where I want to go all four weeks. And Is it going to change how you write series? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could put that much time into <laughs> a series every time. Do you know what I mean? Like I know it's like my full-time job, so you would think you should probably do that. But um, uh, it requires thinking ahead four weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. I just don't do that very often. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, but I am, but it it does like relieve the pressure and the burden of, of this one. Mm -hmm. 
And what I love about it is it's like this series leads up to Selection Sunday for March Madness. Um, so I'm going to preach week four of mm-hmm. Wear Love, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to watch the Selection Show on CBS at 2 o'clock. It's always at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see who made it into the tournament, and then thus begins my favorite like four-week stretch <laughs> of the year. Yes, it is your favorite. Because I love college basketball yeah so all right uh go ahead you you, you, why don't you uh let's uh let's transition now into our uh something interesting things that we found interesting and you want to go first sure um so mine comes from at or gastro obscura uh which is is the food version of the atlas obscura yes yes Mm -hmm. okay and i decided i needed i started following them on instagram because um well, I just thought it would make my life easier for this. So they shared a while, a little bit ago about a book that is on display at the University of Michigan Library that is entirely made of craft singles. Okay. It is 20 craft singles bound in like a yellow book. But the book is the same size as a craft single is. Okay. And it is on display in the... So a lot of universities have a like art book sections in their library yeah so it's books that are also pieces of art and so this is created by an artist named ben denzer from new york and um he has he has like he's a college student who had a lot of craft singles (laughs) he's like no he's an artist you should see his top ramen Uh, no, but art. he has other books that are made out of other things. Like he has a ketchup packet one and a Splenda packet one and other ones. One of those taco seasoning um, ones where they have all the little different quotes on it. <laughs> Tells the whole story. Yeah. So it's about, I don't know. It's It was an interesting idea to me about the, first of all, I didn't really realize that a lot of university libraries had art sections sure. in terms of like books as art sections. So that was kind of cool for me to realize. Um, and then the other probably because like, you and I both went to colleges with like <laughs> no, no library. I'm pretty sure my my college has a pretty big library. Do they? Yeah. yeah okay. Because I went to Western Washington University. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. has a fairly strong arts. Um, oh, st- bend. Huge strong arts yeah. bend. So, yeah. um, like they have a whole sculpture. Like the university is a sculpture park, and yeah. um, I don't. Rem- I never investigated. I was a science major, so I never investigated yeah. whether they had like art pieces on display. Most in the library. of the students at Western aren't really in the library because they're out protesting <laughs> World Trade Organizations and <laughs> who the president is, right? Or smoking pot. Or any- <laughs> you said it, not me. I was definitely thinking about it, but you said it. Good. Okay. Um, so yeah, that those are kind super of super smart craft singles. Because here's yeah. the thing about it: is like they they will never disintegrate. Well, right? I think it does have a shelf life, uh, but it's pretty long. Not in our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> and there is some debate about how to like store it and display it, like whether it needs to be refrigerated, whether it doesn't. <laughs> but they are craft singles, which are shelf stable. So <laughs> totally. Yeah. Twinkies. I think he made like 20 or 30 of them. Like he has a, like, so they're on display. There are a number of universities in the country that have them on display in their art section. Yeah. But and it was also a really cool article just about like books that are art and why you would have that in your university and what that sparks and like what the per- like so they interviewed the librarian who's in charge of this section and like how she picks pieces to put in there and she she picks pieces that are controversial and that spark the discussion of like what is a book and can this be considered a book because I mean it has a cover it has content like is it so what is a book and 
Like just so just that Got process it. too. It was really interesting. Yeah. I love it. So how do we find this? You're gonna put a link on the <laughs> okay. We'll we'll put a link out and you can research the uh the, the cheese book. So or like gastro quiz, obscura non scientific quiz. Book. Least biodegradable of these three. Okay. Twinkies, mm-hmm. McDonald's French fries, or Kraft Singles cheese. What's your guess? My guess would be French fries. Yeah, I would think so too. You ever seen one in the bottom of your car after? Uh, <laughs> it looks edible three yeah. years later. All right, uh, mine is a another cooking documentary. I just I like cooking documentaries. Cooking I shows like cooking are good. shows, mm-hmm. and I like cooking documentaries. Have you seen Fault? Uh, fat, salt, acid, heat. Um, I've I, seen. It's, I, that's not the title. It's yes. some combination of those yes. four. I've seen pieces of it. Okay. Uh, not. I don't think I've seen a full episode, but I've seen pieces of it. We watched the uh, fat one the other day, mm-hmm. um, and is that right? Yeah, it was the fat one for sure, um, because it had a bunch of stuff about. She's in Italy for that one, right? Yes. Okay. And so the scenery's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of it. Like the. The cinematography of not just them in a kitchen because that kind of gets old. It's it's the the city on the on the the landscapes of the city like on on the edge of a mountain with a cliff and it goes down to the crashing ocean. I mean, it's just like Kyla and I were watching this, going, oh, "We need to go there. <laughs> we need to eat there, and we mm-hmm. need to go there, and mm-hmm. we need to see all of these." I don't know if it was it's, obviously it wasn't Santa in Greece, but like that visual like look of it mm-hmm. was just amazing, uh, and how they. Uh, I didn't realize how they made olive oil and like how they pick the olives off the trees, like these big giant nets and these rakes that go in there and then they, they press it and then it makes, and then there's like a shelf life to olive oil. I had no idea. I think we've owned the same olive oil bottle for years. <laughs> I didn't know that ours is now old. We got to like buy new stuff. And um, I don't know. It was, it was great. And they, they did like, they brought in a butcher who did um, some really great, um, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it. not pancetta, but the the oh, um, pork like. Are you sure it's not pancetta? It might be. I don't remember. Pancetta is like Italian bacon. Here's what I know: it made me hungry <laughs> when I watched the shows like that. I it was great. So mm-hmm. uh, I know it's based on a book. She wrote a mm-hmm. book first, and then she's the kind of the host or the the whatever yeah. on it. Uh, we've only watched the one. There's mm-hmm. four episodes, one for each of the four topics that I tried to mess up the title on. <laughs> Um, so I cannot vouch for all four, but the first one was I've so good. Pieces. I cannot m- imagine that the next three were like bombs. Um, so, so in my program, we have a cooking class, and my facilitator showed the kids um, all four of them. Yeah, and so we, I've seen pieces of it, like walking in and out of the classroom. Yeah, and the I saw, I stayed and watched a bit of the one in Japan, which I believe is salt, and that one was really interesting too. Yeah. So. And they're on Netflix, so I'm assuming you probably have Netflix or your cousin's password or whatever. So, um, yeah. check it out. Yeah. And, and she did a the my something interesting a few weeks ago that uh, ten things that scare me. She did one of the oh did episodes. she mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. W- was it like bad food? Was it like uh, no? But one of them was because she's also a food like she does writing for like the New Yorker or whatever. Yeah. And one of them was like accidentally uh, doing something food poisoning. No, oh. accidentally like. Um, doing something illegal in terms of like taking like like recommending someone that had given her something because she's friends with so many people and so like one of her that's one of her things is one of her fears is that so interesting yeah all right check it out uh and yeah that'll do it for this week's episode of say something interesting we'd love to have you back if you haven't uh 
if you if you've missed because of the weather and you're waiting for 80 degrees and sunshine, <laughs> it's fine. I totally get it. But we would love to have you for part two of our Wear Love series. And if nothing else, please go to eastlaketricities.com slash talks uh, or go on to the podcast, eastlaketricities.com. Uh, well, no, no, that takes us to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You need to go on podcast, whatever podcast app you use, and search East Lake Tri-Cities. While you're listening, once you get done with this one, go listen to that one and catch up with that. Definitely. We're just taking up all your time, so it'll be great. (laughs) Have a great week, guys, and drive safe out there. We'll catch you next week. Bye. See you.